Shalom, I'm Yaakov, and you're listening to Line Upon Line, a podcast dedicated to a Messiah essential understanding of the Scriptures. During this past week and our celebration of Purim, we read the Megillat Esther, the book of Esther, and during that reading we shouted out the curse, Yemach Shimo. Yemach Shimo quite literally means blot out his name. And of course, we were using this to speak over the name of Haman, the enemy of our people. But some asked, aren't we instructed not to curse? After all, the Bible says, bless those who curse you. And elsewhere, when we are cursed, we bless. Yet again, speaking of the use of our tongue, Yaakov says, With it we bless our Adonai and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the image of God. And finally, Rav Shaul, Paul the Apostle, says this, Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. However, Rav Shaul, Paul the Apostle, says elsewhere, If anyone does not love the Lord, let him be cursed. Habesorah Matiahu says, Then he will also say to those on the left, Go away from me, you cursed ones, into the everlasting fire, which has been prepared for the devil and his angels. And of course, Kephah, Peter, the Talmud of Yeshua, said, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has shriveled up. The fig tree he was speaking about is a symbol of the seat of teaching of first century rabbinical Judaism. So are there times when a curse is justified? Rav Shaul writes to the Galatian believers, but even if we or an angel from heaven should announce any good news to you other than what we have proclaimed to you, let that person be cursed. As we have said before, so I now repeat, if anyone proclaims to you good news other than what you received, let that person be under a curse. The verses instructing us not to curse apply to relationships within the community of Israel, the community of believers in Yeshua, and in the presence of those who oppose us but remain redeemable through Messiah. They do not apply to those who perpetually resist God and represent the enemy of Israel, the enemy of believers, and indeed all humanity, who is Hasatan, Satan. As Rav Shaul the Apostle says, But even if we or an angel from heaven should announce any good news to you other than what we have proclaimed to you, let that person be cursed. God himself commands Moses to write down in the second book of the Torah, Shemot, Exodus 17. Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered, and make sure that Joshua hears it, because I will completely, yimach, blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. I will be at war with the Amalekites from generation to generation. Haman was a descendant of Agag, the king of Amalek. We know this from 1 Shmuel 15.8 and from the scroll of Esther 3.1. 
God commands the people of Israel never to forget to, quote, blot out the memory of the Amalekites. In Devarim, Deuteronomy, this is said, Remember what the Amalekites did to you along the way when you came out of Egypt. When the Lord your God gives you rest from all the enemies around you in the land he is giving you to possess as an inheritance, you shall yemach, blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Do not forget. This same phrase, yemach, blot out, is the basis for the curse of Haman, the Amalekite. So you see, Israel is commanded to curse under these circumstances. Therefore, we remember to curse or blot out the names of those who, representing the evil one, Hasatan, Satan, attempt to annihilate the ethnic, religious, chosen, empirical people of Israel and those who present a false gospel to the world as agents of Hasatan, Satan, who is the enemy and adversary of all humanity, and the ultimate figure of idolatry and opposition to God. Therefore, it is with divine assurance that during the reading of Megillat Esther, we shout with confidence, Yemach Shimon. After all, To curse a curse is to bless.